Wild Women, welcome back to the Fen Puck. Oh. oh, what's the name of your brand again? What's the name of your podcast? Name your band. What's the name of your band again? Oh, well, let me tell you the name of my band. It's Robin Savage. <laughs> I mean, Savage. You can put anything with Savage. It can be a good band name, I feel like. Mm. This just made me want to tell the story of my wedding ring, Dunk's wedding ring. Mm. Maybe dive in. Welcome to the Femme Podcast, where we talk about whatever the fuck we want. Okay, so this is a fun story, actually, because Dunk's been surfing a lot since we've been here, and he's lost a lot of weight, and his his wedding ring started to get loose, and then it fell off in the waves. So he lost his wedding ring, and he freaked out about it. He was in the middle of a yoga class, and like literally feel like it was the... Like the way he explained it, I was like, oh, we can all resonate with this feeling. But he looked down at his hand and was like, oh, my God, like felt sick, like in the middle of that downward dog was just like, I got to go. I got to go look for it. I got to go find it. And then, of course, had that instant realization, like, where where the fuck am I going to go look for it? Like at the bottom of the sea. Oh, my gosh. As you're saying, we've all had this feeling. I'm like, yep, had that feeling once or twice, but then had the idea like, oh, it's probably here or maybe it's there. Not at the bottom of the ocean. The bottom of the ocean, literally. And so he felt really bad about it. And yeah, he yeah, he was like, what am I going to do? And I take my wedding rings on and off, but he doesn't. And when we got married, he wasn't even sure about having a ring because he wasn't a jewelry guy at the time and he, i literally haven't seen hello him. craig shaw yeah no wedding ring zero anything well when i see craig wear his ring i'm like what like i double take i'm like what the fuck is that and it looks so good on him it does look good uncomfortable yeah uncomfortable and dunks i think just became part of him you know and so he had this idea which i thought was super fun to get a new wedding ring made while we're here and we've actually met a local jewelry designer and it's a man and our children have become like really tight they play at the beach every day so he asks him hey would you be able to design me a new ring P.S. We leave in less than a month. Do you think you can make it happen? And this guy was like, yeah. So then we were talking about it, designing this ring. And I was like, oh, I want a matching one. And anyways, long story, not so short. We are getting matching rings made. And the rings are going to say Savage Love engraved in my handwriting. Isn't that fun? So maybe that could be the name of my band. There you go. Savage Love. See, Savage just like works with everything. It works with everything. I have people ask me actually all the time, is that your real last name? Is that your stage name? Is that your Insta name? (gasps) I'm like, no, but if I did have a stage name, this would be it. So I chose well. I mean, I love when you call your girls the Savage Sisters. So good. That could be a band name. Oh, for sure. They already know that that's our band. And actually, it's called the Savage Sisters, but actually, I'm the lead singer. Of course you are. (laughs) It's a band named after the backup singers. (laughs) I tell them that. (laughs) It's okay because they know. (laughs) Except, can you imagine Wave? Wave will take me down. We'll be the ones like fighting over the mic stand, fighting over the groupies. Literally was like just picturing her shoving you out of the way when you take the center stage and take the microphone. 
I cannot wait till our daughters are teenagers. Oh my God, me neither. Life is going to be so fun. So welcome to the Femme Podcast. Welcome to the Femme Podcast. Wild women, we are now officially partway through February. Time is so fucked up. I feel like just the other day we were like, oh my gosh, it is like, it feels like the first two weeks of January are going so slow. And now you're like, it's partway through February. I mean, I think this about our experience here all the time. I'm like, what? Like, what happened to three and a half months? Yep. I feel the exact same way. And I, I love actually this line, time is so fucked up because what we taught in the temptress of time, we did, hosted this exclusive course inside the everything, which gives women access to all of our courses and trainings. And the very first training of the year was all about time. And that was no coincidence. We strategically planned that course first because time changes our perspective of everything, right? I don't have enough time. Oh, I've got so much time. Oh, hurry up. Oh, go quick. Oh, slow down. You're rushing. And we make so much in our lives mean something about the amount of time that we have. Oh, so much, so much. Like we, we measure success based on timelines. We use time as our excuse. Then we also want time to be on our side. Like it monopolizes so many conversations I feel and so much energy. It's huge. And then when you say that, I'm like, think about how much time we waste thinking about time. You know, today, for example, and and this is like a classic Robin move, but I will work out in fractions of time in the day. So if I have 17 minutes and my body calls me to move, I'll move. If I have 11 minutes, I'll move for those 11 minutes. And in my mind, at the end of the day, I'm like, I worked out today. You know, I did it. I moved. I built strength. I think this is really interesting. And this was a huge reframe of time for me when I knew that a lot of the lessons and work that I was doing in my own life and like recoding beliefs and thoughts was working because I started to look at time differently, right? And my old idea about working out was that you needed 60 minutes, 60 minutes to warm up and cool down and do the cardio and do the things and do this and do the that and do do do. You need 60 minutes. And this idea of 60 minutes was the reason that I didn't work out for almost two years. Oh, and I feel like it's like the 60 minutes to work out, the 30 minutes it takes to meditate, the 20 minutes it takes to journal. So all of a sudden, all Mm -hmm. of these things we desired to do, we're like, well, I don't have two hours in my day, so I'm just not going to do. I'm not going to get started. I'm not going to go there. What if you were like, I'm going to work out for 11 minutes. I'm going to journal for three minutes. I'm going to meditate for five all of a sudden, the thing that you're not doing because it's going to take you two hours and you can't find two mm. hours. I mean, can I do the math there? 19 minutes are we at? 19 minutes. Look at all of the things that you just moved yourself through. Look at all the things you just made possible for yourself. Right? And all of the things that you apply your energy to in these windows of time change who you are right? They change who you become. All of a sudden working out for 10 minutes a day 
journaling for one minute, breathing for 30 seconds, giving thanks for two minutes, right? They change who you become in a day, in a week, in a month, in a whole entire motherfucking year. I'm even thinking about this in terms of like my kids, like bedtime right now. Like I'm like, okay, I used to resist like bedtime routine because my brain said like a bedtime routine is like an hour and all this wind down and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And now right now we've started just in like the last two weeks, my kids are like super into massages since we've been having our massage therapist coming once a week. And she gives them little mini massages each time she comes to massage us. It's so cute. Oh, it's, it's the freaking cutest. It is so yeah, it's the best. So now they want to be massaged every night. So I literally will just grab the oil, massage them as I'm massaging them. They say their prayers. We say prayers together. And then I put on a meditation and more nights than not, they're falling asleep to me massaging them. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is like the quickest now bedtime routine. Every night I come into like our room after and my husband's like high fives. Like, how do you do that so quick? Like done. So notice there that the words bedtime routine trigger a time response Mm -hmm. from you. Like you resisted a bedtime routine, like your son's turning seven. And I've never heard you say bedtime routine ever. Because it makes my skin crawl. Like, oh, so you've resisted it. Totally. Based on like this like timeline. Because then I, then I all of a sudden I'm like, well, that takes this amount of time and that takes this amount of time and that takes this amount of time. And I'm like, I don't want to move through life based on like how much time it takes. So let's take the word routine for you. For me, it was workout. Like workout equals time, time that I don't have. So the word routine for you equals structured time, certain amounts of time that are scheduled throughout the day to do certain things. Right. And so that your resistance is actually to that description and that usage of time. It's not actually to having a beautiful, gorgeous, efficient, hello, bedtime routine with your kids. So it's so interesting, right? When we start to realize the connections, the patterns, the codes that we have and hold that actually shape who we are and prevent us from doing things that feel good, like getting your kids to bed fast hello, <laughs> like sign me up. Uh, but it's so true, right? Like my husband and I used to be like, oh, your night to do bedtime, your night to do bedtime because it was that, that yeah, it's going to take us two hours. We don't have two hours. And now I'm like, you know, even last night, he was like, I'm going to do bedtime. And it's kind of like, oh, like now I enjoy bedtime. <clears throat> you enjoy the bedtime routine. Someone put it in writing because she, you should see her mouth move right now. She's like, don't, I can't, I'm trying to say no, 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 I do not <laughs> like it, but there's some things I like about it. That's right. <laughs> because you recoded your belief. You showed yourself that you like something that you deeply believed and ingrained in yourself that you didn't want to like. You don't want to be a woman who likes routine, but girls you found one you do like truth that's fun that's why we do this work imagine what else you could like that you're telling yourself you don't like huh do we want to go down the spiral all the things i tell myself i don't (laughs) like that maybe i secretly do no but i do like the idea of revealing them slowly throughout the year on the femme podcast Ooh, stay tuned what else does jack not know she likes I think this is such a cool conversation because it opens up our awareness and opens up the conversation of 
willingness, right? Are you willing to try something new? Are you willing to try it differently? I mean, Jack just turned 40. And that's 40 years of like firm line in the sand, like solid statement. I do not like routine. Routine makes my skin crawl. 40 years of believing one thing, right? Imagine if we were willing to look at all of the things we say we don't like and actually allow ourselves to have a different perspective, to see it differently. And not that we always will, because some things we won't, but it's that willingness. It's the permission that we give ourselves to say, oh, you know what? Actually, I've been holding on to that belief for 40 years. Mm. Maybe... Maybe. And you know what maybe means, baby. Maybe means yes. So there's always a possibility that, guess what? We've changed our minds. And permission to change our minds and to let go of those stories and let go of those beliefs and to recode and to repattern. I'm even thinking 40th birthday vibes. Like when we were at the dinner for my 40th birthday, you guys, I've been sharing this over on my personal Instagram and it's mm. been so fun. The memories from turning 40, I'm doing 40 days of turning 40 and my husband, like for so long, he's like, I just want stability. I want a home. I want stability. I don't want to keep moving around. And then one of our beautiful friends introduced us to this practice, to this ritual his family has about going around the table on your birthday and saying something that you love about the birthday person, the birthday girl. And Craig's response was like that I lead our family down this path of adventure. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, wait, the guy who's like loves stability and always just wanted to live in the city he knew and be in Toronto is now like jungle vibes. Like take me to the jungle. Mm -hmm. Permission to change your mind. Permission to change your mind, to see things differently to give yourself the gift of new experience. What's something that you've discovered as we've been here that you liked that you thought you didn't? (sighs) Well, I still don't like onions. How do you feel about scorpions? No. Spiders? No, that's a hell no. Snakes? Um... It's got to be something else. <laughs> it's got to be something else. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think on that one. Hmm. I actually feel like my experience has been the opposite. I feel like I've tried having my kids around all day. I've tried sleeping in a different bed than my husband. Like I've tried so many things that I'm like, I'm actually like, oh, no, I really like that. You really like the things that you like. Yeah. My, I I, it's almost that. been more like reaffirming for me. Yeah. That like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, and I think I actually really love that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to love it too then. So our question for you today is, what is going on in your world so far? It's 2021. Not much has changed, my friends, since 2020. I'm just going to go out and put that there in the ethers. You know, I think that a lot of us crossed this line of 2020 thinking like, phew, we made it. See you later, lockdown. See you never, Corona. And it's like, oh yeah, no, you're both still here, right? And that flush of new energy came in and people felt the like, 
woo of the of the new year and of course things have changed i'm completely over exaggerating but really where are we at you know where are we at as a society where are we at as a collective where are you at where is your energy at how are you feeling as we're part way through february yeah thinking back to like coming into january like what was your energy coming into this year Mm. You know, what did you set yourself goals? Did you make New Year's resolutions? Like where, where have you went these last six weeks? Yeah. Did you promise yourself change? You know, I feel like so many people go into a new year promising themselves that it's going to be different. And then we move through that newness energy. We move through the beginning energy and we get to this place and we desire it to look different. And when we get there, it looks the exact same. You know, I think sometimes we're required to ask ourselves this question, you know, if I desire things to be different, well, have, have I taken different actions? Have I been willing to see things differently? Mm, and so often this is where we get stuck, right? In that place where we're like, I desire things to be different, but I'm doing the exact same thing. I have the exact same belief system. I have the exact same patterns, the exact same habits. And then we get stuck in this energy of like, it's not happening. It's not happening fast enough. Or we're like waiting for something to happen. And we don't start moving. We don't start moving. And that waiting energy manifests more waiting. And have you ever noticed this? I, I noticed this for myself. When I can find one excuse not, not to do something, I can find... 50 excuses not to do something. It's like you open the gateway to excuses and all of a the sudden there's an entire lineup of reasons why I shouldn't get started, right? So what if, what if we just decided, and it's as simple as that, right? It's a, it's a decision. What if we decided rather than opening the gateway for excuses, we, we just decided to move, just like you said, right? What if we decided to take an action, to make a new choice. Well, why don't we? Because we think we have to have all the pieces of the puzzle laid out. We think we have to have it all figured out. We think it's going to be hard. We think it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be scary. We think we don't have enough time. We don't know enough. And so we sit. We sit in this stillness and all of these like thoughts, these stories that we tell ourselves because they're all stories, the idea that you don't have enough time, that you're not ready, and we sit and it like paralyzes us. It paralyzes us and then we get to the middle of February and we look back on New Year's Eve of 2020 and we think, fuck, I haven't changed. And then what happens from there? We start beating ourselves up about it. We start judging ourselves. We start shaming ourselves. Oh God. And we carry the weight of all of those compounded negative feelings. And then we spiral down. And what else could we do? Instead of compounding all that negative energy, we could choose to start moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We could choose to act. We could choose to see time differently. We could choose to believe we're enough. We could choose to decide we're ready. Choosing and deciding, you may think they're the same thing, but in the femme, <laughs> in the femme world, they're all so different. When you look them up in the uh, femme dictionary, there'll be different definitions. Oh my gosh. 
what are you desiring for yourself? You know, that's all that's going through my head, all jokes aside. Like whether you're choosing or deciding or sitting and waiting or moving or standing still, like what the fuck do you want for yourself? What do you want for your life that's not here right now? And I feel like as you're saying that, we're talking about big questions and being like put on the spot. But actually, like that question feels big, but I also feel like we all know. You know, we actually know inside, like what is that thing that you fucking desire? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and usually it's the thing you're resisting, right? The thing you're the most afraid of, the thing you're avoiding, the thing you're not willing to look at. And I think the thing that we've learned today that's so incredible from Jack's story of the bedtime routine, which is in the big picture is something that's so simple and so minuscule. But truthfully, the only thing that initiated that, that made that possible was your willingness to move, to try something you'd never tried before, to be willing to see it differently, to be willing to admit that, oh my gosh, maybe I was wrong about this routine thing. Maybe this is going to work for me. Maybe I am ready. Maybe this will be easier. Maybe I'll love it. Maybe my kids will love it. Maybe it'll be something I remember for the rest of my life. Maybe this will change other things that I'm willing to try. Mm. Well, and the sweetest thing, even as you said, like maybe it's something I'll remember for the rest of my life. Like last night I asked my son, I was like, what are you praying for? And he said, for you again. Mm. So the last few nights he's prayed that I have a good night and he prays that I'm happy. And he's prayed like last night was just for you again. Yeah. Like tell me you're ever going to forget that. Not. Not. Not happening. Bedtime routine for the lifetime memory win. Ding, Mm. ding, ding. Right. How many wins are waiting for you? How many wins are on the other side of that fear or that thing that you're not willing to try? And I want to tap back into like when you said the thing that you're resisting, I think the thing that you're resisting really shows you like that is where your big desire lies. Yep. That, I mean, that's the biggest one for me, right? My fear always shows up as resistance. The thing that I'm resisting is exactly where I'm being pulled to move. Mm, This has been like coming through for me in my channel society and the course that I'm taking about diving deeper into like opening my channels and, and desiring to really like bring this gift to the world and start fully channeling for our clients. And this is what I've been like showing and, and seeing. I keep falling asleep in the trainings and it's like, yeah, you're resisting. You're resisting that full surrender. And it's like, yeah, that resistance is like, I'm resisting the thing that I desire the most right now. What's the thing that you, our listeners, our beautiful community, what's the thing you're resisting the most right now? What if that thing was actually trying to reveal to you, to show you, to lay it out right in front of you, what you actually truly desire, the thing that you want the most. And what if it was right there? If you just moved through the discomfort, if you just trusted it and allowed yourself to take that action, to keep the gateway of excuses closed and to instead open the doorway to possibility, potentiality that actually on the other side of that resistance is everything that you desire. Can you imagine What's possible? This literally gives me like all the feelings, all the butterflies when you like actually just tap into that energy. Mm. What's possible on the other side? 
What are you willing to try in order to have everything that you desire? And if you like fully, like if you fully trusted, if you fully like knew was on the other side, like you'd be so much more willing to go for it. And you'd be so much more willing to let go of the resistance, let go of all these stories, let go of all these excuses to let go of your attachment to time. To surrender to the desire. All of a sudden, February is feeling a lot more full of potentiality, if you ask me. Yeah, I feel like even we started off this conversation like, wow, we're like six weeks into the year. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, now there's so much space. So much space in the year, in this month, in this week, this day. In this day. Anything can change in a single moment. So how are you going to apply your energy to this moment, to the next moment? Are you going to be open? Are you going to be restricted and shut off? How can you choose your desire. Lean into the thing that you're resisting. Wild women, today's podcast, I feel like it took a bit of a turn in an unexpected direction as it often does as Rob and I sit here and just have real conversations. But yeah, we love to show up. We love to show up here for you guys and just share what's on our mind and in our hearts. So you can find us here every week on the Femme Podcast also, if you are desiring to go deeper with us, if you are ready for, for more and for more conversation and for community and to tap into more of your own personal growth, come join us inside the weekly. The weekly is now live. It is our community coaching project where every single week you tap into a training, a workshop, a Q&A session where Robin and I show up and lead the beautiful women and men in this space every single weekend. It's where we make coaching accessible to every single human on this planet. It is a choose what you pay offer. So you can come in and join us for $11 a month, $33 a month, $77 a month. We're one week in, we're one week in, and we've already had women inside that space after one call asking to upgrade their monthly payment with us because part of this space, part of this offering is that we are giving back. We're giving back to our communities. We're giving back to the world. Every monthly payment, we're donating a part of the proceeds to an incredible charity. We mix it up every month. We invite you to put your favorite charity, your favorite place to donate in front of our eyes so that we can really grow and give back in this world together. So if you are ready to be part of a community, if you are ready to like lean in, to learn from us, to grow with us, to rise with us, to give back with us, come check out the weekly. We would love to see you there. And as always, if this episode is resonating with you, if there are women in your life who need in the femme world, who are ready to hear the messages that Rob and I share, Please share this on your socials, tag us at the Femme Podcast and at For the Wild Femme so we can give you some love. And until next week, you can catch us over on Instagram or in the Wild Femme community where we always have something juicy for you there. Mm-hmm.